Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 91, recorded on July 5th, 2022. Today, we will be discussing what might happen to game consoles in the far distant future of 20XX. My name is Kaiser. I'm your host for this unfortunate day. And here are my co-hosts, Dakota. Yo. And Nathan. Console Master Race is a thing now. Context of this discussion. Why are we talking about game consoles and the future all of a sudden? Ran well, first of all, lack of news. And second of all, uh Mario Kart Tour has this random leak that it's coming to Windows 11, but apparently that's just part of the window the Google Play Store coming to Windows in general, so like it's not really surprising. But for some odd reason, I don't know how this happened. That one leak popped off a completely unrelated discussion about how consoles might disappear in the future in favor of PC and maybe cloud gaming. How did that happen? I, I-, I don't know. But I mean, um, well, let's be honest. It's because, <laughs> well, for the most part, our PC gaming really popping off in a lot of cases. I mean, there's obviously yes. you got ports, all right? You mm-hmm. Even the really bad ones. <laughs> Elden Ring. For the most part, it's more so of how I, I mean, I wouldn't say convenient PC gaming is, but comparatively, uh, of how much more variable it can be. Like you play super high spec. They they start they start flexing with their GP with their fancy overly expensive GPUs and overinflated uh like freaking towers that are probably like <laughs> five feet tall. Well, even the PlayStation Five is as tall as a kind of a, a regular pc tower oh my uh, gosh well, yeah, it's only a little shorter only a little shorter actually maybe a little bit but it's still like the decent about the same size <laughs> it, it's pretty big it's, it's like uh, why is it this console. size for a game console it is absurdly huge like even even compared to the xbox series x I'm, yeah, you I'm mean the fridge shocked. right you mean yeah the, the fridge, fridge. Right? the fridge <laughs> even compared to the fridge it's not even it doesn't even like compare oh so you know Microsoft does be do be uh, compensating in a few regions, all right. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that because um, Although, certain regions like, are not really interested in getting uh, an Xbox, yeah. such as I don't know. Well, I, I mean, then again, in terms of like convenience, right? With mm-hmm. the whole, oh, what's it called, Xbox Game Pass? It's genuinely, I, I would, I genuinely would consider getting an Xbox because the Game Pass is just so much more convenient. Hmm. And you can get uh, Game Pass Ultimate, which includes PC. So even yeah. it's a smaller library of games, but that's still a lot of games for like 10, 15 bucks a month. Yeah. And hey, if you have a data play, you could go you could play other games on the go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just <crazy>. get a phone. <laughs> I don't know how, how guys, people manage to do that. You guys but... you guys you guys have phones, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's the reason why, like Xbox, Microsoft kind of proved that cloud gaming does work as long as it's as it's like a hybrid system where Gen- no or genuinely good. What's it called? Service. Well, I mean, yeah, like it's a good service for a good deal, but part of the reason why is because half of the service isn't cloud gaming. It's like you have like if you're playing on PC or Xbox, you don't have to worry about latency issues. Whereas the phone is kind of like an extra thing that you can have if you know you don't. You don't have time to go home and play on either the consoles or PC just to you know play your favorite Xbox game. Yeah, it's, it's like a real faker. 
<laughs> and Dakota, I'm pretty sure you didn't uh, get an Xbox at all, right? You just kind of use PC for Game Pass? Uh, I have an Xbox One that I got oh. before I got my PC. So at yeah. the time, I had an Xbox, a MacBook, and a Switch. The Xbox, yeah. I played the Game Pass for a decent amount of time. But yeah. I honestly got overwhelmed with how many games there were. Like, oh I was, my God. at first, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna beat a bunch of these games." Now I have access to all of them, <laughs> and that did not happen. I got a year in and maybe played four or five of them. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, so see, right now, true. my Xbox is just Ugh. yeah. It's <laughs> my Xbox getting... is just a glorified stand for my PS5. <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay, that's a very that's fairly interesting way of using your Xbox. <laughs> I mean. It, would he be wrong? I mean, on the X- Xbox One, yeah. you can still get most of the modern games, so... Yeah, that's pretty... Yeah, like, Xbox One, you can get a lot more nowadays compared to PS4. Yeah, which is also kind of like, what would you call that generation creep, I would call it, maybe? Where it the, the technology in each console generation is so similar that you could pretty much run each ga- the game on each console. So... I don't know a specific term for that, but like... Yeah, Generation Creep sounds right. <laughs> yeah. So on like PS4 and 5, that one, most of the games were right now are coming out for a, both or PC. Yep. Uh, yep. But that usually happens at the end of Generations anyway, or the transition period. Yeah. So it's a little bit weird right now until we get maybe another two years away from it, and we'll see if there's any PlayStation 5 exclusives. I know, couple. I mean, yeah, there are enough, like there are a couple, but like most of the mainstream games are still both generations. Oh like, yeah, like it usually yeah. lasts up to like I guess two ish years, depending on what platform you're on. But like because of I guess the chip shortage and not enough people getting a PS5 or Xbox Series, there's um there's definitely like a demand to stay behind a little longer. I mean, there's no reason for them to go to like go straight ahead outside of like. Oh boy, we actually we actually got competition out, boys. Yeah, up and up. In my situation, I had a Xbox One, and there weren't any exclusives that were interesting on the Series X. But I did want to play Spider Man, The Last of Us, God of War on the PlayStation. So I'm like, mm, <laughs> oh wow, you played Let's the just week. prepare myself. The worst God of War. <laughs> Let's just prepare myself for the future and get a PS5. And luckily, I did find one very early. Oh boy, I got one way too late. Two two years late. <laughs> But now you can get all the games on discount, so... That's true. <laughs> I skipped an entire generation of PlayStation, and I'm finally here. Finally back. Yeah, I, I skipped PlayStation. I'm still back in the PS2 era. <laughs> That's, don't lie. Don't lie. You're on the PS3. You're on the PS3. You got a PS3. I do, but most of the games <laughs> I just play all is mostly just PS2, really. <laughs> Where else am I going to play my raw Shin Megumi Tensei? Hey, Digital Devil Saga right. 2. Right. So Something. as we talk about having like multiple consoles of like maybe a certain brand or just multiple consoles in general, nobody really owns multiple PCs. Um, uh, and it's oh, mainly well, be because surprised. of exclusive, you could say. Yeah, either that or, you know, you, you would normally trade in or you know, break down, your PC breaks down by the time that happens. Whereas if you had a console, you kind of just collect it. Yeah, and because they're so easy to kind of just plug and play, you could say. Maybe connect to the internet nowadays and then download for two hours, but it's still kind of a plug and play. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much that's pretty much what the Xbox Series X is now. It's just basically a simplified PC. Like you don't mm-hmm. need to do all this garbage, uh, like crap with uh, trying to manage your PC and making sure you're not running too many things at once. Um, oh hey, oh hey, I well, think. Oh well, wow, oh, well, a get rich free scheme. What what's that for? <laughs> I think that's the overall problem nowadays. Like, even though PCs are probably the best platform to play uh, most games, there are still a lot of things to manage. Like, it's Windows 11 doesn't hold your hands all the way through the same way like Xbox and PlayStation does. Like, you still got to do everything yourself. Yeah, and that was kind of the main complaint or bonus, you could say, to when the Series X came out. They're like, oh, it's just a PC or it's reskinned. Because, again, it was coming from Microsoft, which is the main uh, user for PCs, so. Yeah. But then when you you think about, like, exclusives, it, of course, there's going to be way more games on PC because that's where they're developed and that's usually where they can play first. Um, And then when you get to an exclusive, it's like, okay, the Xbox has Forza, Halo, well, kind of Halo, that's also available on PC. Um, Oh. Yeah, on the on the Xbox yeah. side, most of their exclusives were also available on PC. Now the PlayStation, they are waiting a lot more, which I think is a better strategy, um, just so yeah. we can at least get mods kind of eventually. But then you also have the initial customers on your player base, so you they can say that it's an it is an exclusive on PlayStation. I mean, I would ju- I mean, if I'm just gonna play anything, I would just look for. Demon Souls, all right. Demon <laughs> Souls, baby. Demon. In all seriousness, uh, because the exclusivity it really depends. Because oh, hey, you could get depending on the game. It's like oh, hey, I control scheme doesn't fit here. I might just play it, play it on here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mouse and keyboard on certain games doesn't work. Doesn't really feel right sometimes. But for yeah. me, he uh, well for me, a controller is great. You could plug in whatever controller. It it might work, but for most people, the real gaming experience is not in front of a computer screen. It's right in front of the TV at night. Just, oh yeah, oh yeah, the real gaming experience. Well, that also kind of comes into uh, cloud gaming, um, over Wi-Fi gaming, because the... Steam has what is that Steam box that they used to have? I don't think they sell it anymore. But it basically connected to your PC, and you can run all your games through the box on your PC. But it goes to your TV. It was like a it was a it weird flops. connection box. It, it yeah, it was something that flops horribly wrong. But <laughs> it is a it is a consideration in this conversation. Proof mm-hmm. concept. That's all to say. It was proof concept, and well, the concept did really stick. Or do well well i guess comparatively looking at something like the steam deck maybe i like that's i guess that would be considered to be partially a successor in such a way but like hey, i would say that because for the most part it that's more so to kind of become a more portable device because portable to pcs well do you think they really exist right <laughs> yeah there's also that part we have, of... we have gaming laptops those fire hazards all right Come on. <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I guess I guess you can say that was actually going for something completely different. But like cloud gaming though, it's I'm not sure. Like even though, you know, we're 
constantly getting better and better internet, you know, 5G uh, connectivity, uh, like on internet phone data. Never, internet will never matter if you can't get a stable connection, wired gang for life. And, like, that's the problem. Like, you can't just carry around a freaking modem and router and, like, you know, actually connect to the internet consistently. And it's not like, it's not like internet's cheap either. It's getting more and more expensive. Like I said, wired gang for life. <laughs> yeah. And even, like, the average person is not going to have, like, the greatest internet. Exactly. Like, I, I, think, I think us locally, we have, like, really good internet only because our entire family uses the internet constantly i'm i'm assuming all of us have like infinite plans pretty much yeah pretty much yeah but for the well, average my, person they're not going to be downloading right yeah they're not going to be downloading gigs in upon gigs of data or visual data i'm not really sure how that would work input data and visual data through their no, internet it's, it's more so input output data because uh well, I can boil it down to like this because of like a wire connection, it's like two streams, the input and output data. But if like Wi Fi, it's only one stream that does both of them at the same time, which is why you get those stars. And well, reason why Wi Fi sucks. <laughs> that's also right. disregarding, that's also completely disregarding any potential interference stuff. Uh, cough, cough, microwave. Cough, Ooh, cough. Yeah. Uh, there is, <laughs> there is. It is unrealistic for Wi-Fi to ever like overcome the problems of microwave interference. Like I, <laughs> I don't know the science. I don't know if you know the details behind it, but I've been told that there is no way that can change. Like microwave interference will always exist, and so yep. and Wi-Fi will never get better from that. Like sure, you can connect to five point zero, like or instead of two point four, but you still have to sit really close. There, there's no way you can extend the range there. Wi-Fi is only good when you're close to the router. Right. Exactly. Like the internet's yeah, improving in different ways. It it's not going to improve in your house. Like it's going to stay the same. Oh, wait, no, that was a, that was actually a joke. Wi-Fi is never is never good even if you're close to the router. All right, never close, <laughs> never close to your router. All right, you may as well just uh, take a leak on yourself and just go. Hey, I got a faster connection. Yeah. <laughs> but like cloud gaming is not going to exactly boom if internet is gonna be a problem for you know who knows how long it's always gonna be a problem all right not everyone's gonna have the same connection not everyone can access those same games because for the most part even though you're still streaming content on your phone or maybe it's more feasible on pc actually though because what's it called cloud gaming can't exist for other consoles it's more so really just if whether or not you're wired because Without an actual steady, stable connection, you're not gonna get. You're gonna, the game's gonna feel more sluggish. You might feel like, oh, hey, 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 that feels a little slow when you press a button. Like I pressed that. I pressed that a little earlier than 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 it's appearing. Well, actually, I think I've heard stories. Uh, I think I've heard like I read a couple articles on Nintendo Life talking about the Switch running. Uh, like cloud games like Control or Hitman Three, or you know, infamously Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> and um, they said that even on a wired connection, it's not uh, perfect. Like comparatively, yeah, because well, well, so much of it is really just due to how how kind of Nintendo structures. Oh, if I have to say the big word, netcode, 
Really? Well, it's not Nintendo though. It's it's third party companies, like third party developers and publishers running those servers. That's true. I don't think they would put much money into the servers anyway, because it's such a small amount of people. I have to assume they know the data that yeah. like, they're going to sell this many copies of the cloud version. This means we only mm-hmm. have to put in this much money to the servers, and it's yep. probably not that much. Yeah, probably not that much, and especially considering they have servers to use for other stuff, like other yeah. games and, uh, well, you know, your typical online lobbies. Like, there's no way they're going to run all their servers for just a couple of games. Yeah, and for customers of the Nintendo Switch, I don't think many, if, I don't know the percentages, but I have to assume a decent amount only have a Switch and maybe a computer, but most computers can run most games. Like, games nowadays have become very, very optimized. Yes, that that is very true. Yes and no, really. It depends on the publishers, really. Well, I mean, yeah, but compared to, like, how many years ago, maybe 10 years ago, if you download a game on Steam, there's, like, maybe a 50-50 chance that it can, you can even play it on your computer. Yeah, like... Nowadays, it's like, okay, it's gonna <laughs> run, but you might have to turn off shadows. Exactly. So, well, that is true, but computers have gotten more efficient and more powerful for the past, well, no, lot for a long time, but... I mean, that's yeah. why there's optimization like options for PC in the first place. Right. And speaking of which, I guess PC was another like emulation and Oh no, hey, uh, hey, hey, we, we hey, don't want to be targeted hey, by those images. Hey, uh okay, some developers, some publishers don't care about emulation, some do. Yeah. Okay. And I just want to put it out there that <laughs> we're not we're not uh you know, we're not gonna encourage oh, yeah. emulation if you're gonna just rip off a, a game and not buy it. <laughs> but um People, it's it's been in like uh, an arguing points over um, game preservation, I guess, like with PC versus consoles. Like, not every publisher is going to re-release something on consoles, so they're going to have to re- resort to PC. Um, and I don't know, like, is is it going to be? Is it still a good idea? Like, considering how much more, how much longer lasting a console seems to feel like versus a PC. Like at the start of this discussion, we kind of talked about how um, like one person wouldn't have 10, 10 PCs in their home, but they they would have ten consoles in their home. Like imagine trying to collect games like that. Wouldn't it just be easier to have consoles do that for you instead of having a PC? Especially since the PC is multi-purpose. Like you would use it for work, you would use it for school, you'd use it for video editing. Like versus a console where it's just for games. Yeah, like, it can, you can definitely like s- mentally separate yourself between games and uh, work on your uh, if it, you have a console and a computer. Exactly. Like there's just no separation on PC whatsoever, other than if you actually have multiple PCs. No way, man! How else do I play Solitaire? <laughs> <laughs> You can't say much because you don't even play Microsoft Solitaire. Now there is another concern I have over why this why this whole moving to PC isn't going to work. It's because of the Japanese market being pretty much the polar opposite to what we have here in the West. Um, they have a much more, I guess you'd say, mobile life in mm-hmm. the sense that they're always on the move. And over there, I would have to assume that more people would play on the Switch than a PC or even mobile phones, for that for that matter. 
Yeah, mobile phones and the Switch are massive there. Uh, Xbox is actually pretty big there. Yeah. Uh, well, wait. No, well, that's a lie. Sorry. Well, they're they're starting to grow a lot more than last gen for sure because yeah, last gen it was like complete garbage. Yeah, they maybe yeah. sold. I think I saw a statistic like almost right before the next console <laughs> generation, they only sold like thirty consoles in the entire country for Xbox. Oh my, oh my god! So and I I have to assume Sony's pretty big too because that's their homeland. So <laughs> oh yeah, Sony is massive. Well, I wouldn't say massive anymore because the PS5 kind of. Eh. It, just, it felt like it went gone. They, right? they felt neglected. They felt neglect. You know, Japanese audience felt neglected with the PS5. Yeah. So, I don't know what to say about Sony. But yeah, with the with the Switch being so portable, it's definitely massive there. And I don't I, the um, the amount of percentage of maybe Japanese people that have a like a gaming PC rig, I have yeah. to assume is pretty low. Yeah. Um, generally, uh, because well, of probably just energy usage well compared to uh, the western market like the western market it's probably 50 percent of people have at least like a pc tower comparative well there's a reason why the ds was so popular japan why dragon quest 9 was pretty much the best-selling game comparatively because with dragon quest 9 or like the ds or even the switch you can play on a traded well Japan's very heavy on the trains. Everyone loves trains. There's even an anime <laughs> about trains. Yeah. Giant robot trains. Not even joking, all right? <clears throat> like, and for the most part, that portability does help with like the Japanese audience because for the most part, our peep back then, there was a thing called arcades, all right? You remember, guys? You guys <laughs> oh, remember? boy. Oh, guys boy. That's a yeah. whole different can of worms. <laughs> a whole different can of worms, but because of how the culture of Japan's culture of just moving along, right? There's a exactly. lot of moving. You're not always staying in one place, right? And you, like, that's the reason. Like, there, there's not going to be a good handheld PC until later in the future. But by then, it's still considered a console. Yeah. Yeah. But you could also argue that the Steam Deck could be that new product that could play uh, all of your steam games which is the biggest library in gaming history yes uh, on the road you might not get the best quality but most games are very optimized and also you're playing on a tiny screen so you won't see all those tiny those uh okay. tiny details here's my well, argument for the steam tell me i can't i can't see every <laughs> follicle <laughs> my uh, argument for the steam deck is the same as my argument for the psp and Uh-oh. PS Vita. Uh oh. When you're trying to strive too far with hardware for handheld, when you don't really need it for handheld, there is absolutely no way that console is going to be as successful, or you know, like anywhere as successful as uh, something like Nintendo, where they keep their sta- they keep their limits, they keep their boundaries, but they make great games. Okay, yeah. that sounds a little but, that sounds a little most, biased, but still most, most a little bit biased. Games. But most, the the develop you're saying that the developers know what they're uh, developing for. Exactly, they know what they're going for. And with the Steam Deck, all the games are not. Yeah, they're optimizable, but do you want to play for like two hours, regardless? Like yeah, for, exactly. And like we're talking, we're not talking like Switch sized files. Like we're you know you know maybe a game would be like eight gigs or something. No, we're talking like huge, huge. Maybe like 50 gig games on a console that barely has any storage. I mean, I don't know what type of games you're playing, but if you're playing any of the massive multiplayer games, you wouldn't have an internet connection anyway. <laughs> exactly. But like if you're playing like or a, a one, single least. player, 
a single player action adventure, trying to play that on a Steam on a Steam Deck on the base level one. That's not cheap. That's not yeah. cheap at all. And but it is it is equal to a PC. It is equal to a PC, PC because you can mod it because they made it moddable and yeah. it's running on Linux. Yeah. Really, that's the only reason why it's a PC. And the best part is it can now become my new portable Fire Emblem machine. <laughs> but that's I guess that's where we draw the line though. Like, is it technically it's technically a PC? Yes, but. Does it really warrant a replacement for a console if most of the design isn't really PC unless you make it a PC? Mm. Like, you make it if we try. It doesn't. It doesn't come with a keyboard and mouse. For for one thing, and secondly, like it's running on a special operating system that's is primarily more focused on. These Steam Deck controls. I think throughout this conversation, we've definitely learned that we just solidified the idea that every person has their different needs and wants. Like a hardcore gamer is going to want maybe a console or like a very hardcore gamer is going to want a PC, which will grant them the best specs possible. But if you're a little bit casual, you'll get a console. If you're even more casual, get a Switch or a Steam Deck. um, Exactly. If you don't have much time to game, but you can do it on your commute. Thank you for joining us to discussing the future of game consoles. We would love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion. And we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks podcast.